This week's episode of Here's Don't Get is brought to you in part by Tim the Handlebreaker. Tim the Handlebreaker's birthday is this week. I want everyone to call in and wish him a very happy birthday on uh, for next week's episode. Nice try. Wow, this uh, this camera shot looks like shit. I don't know what's going on with that. It's like it's extra wide now. The other one looks zoomed in and now it looks extra wide. Whatever. Anyway, uh, happy birthday to Tim. Four more years. That seems almost like a threat. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get. From north to south, east to west, the only formerly guys in their 20s podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Tab Burt. With me a day about to experience a midlife crisis. It's Tim the Handlebreaker. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, not too bad. How was uh, how was your week? It's good. You you uh, you are not pulling uh, the prank that a friend of ours used to pull all the time. I'm not. Uh, my birthday is this week. Saturday. Yeah. At HB in the Discord. Actually, I think it's at Handlebreaker in the Discord. Just bother him all day. Your your parents went to your birthday dinner without you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my dad is the worst at, uh, like, asking asking if, uh, specifically me, asking me if, like, he makes a lot of decisions without, without my input. Yeah. And uh, so... He was like, "Hey, we're going to your uh, going to your aunt's for dinner on on Sunday." I'm like, I'm busy Sunday. <laughs> uh, I got shit going on. Yeah, I got shit going on. And he's like, "Oh, oh well, we're still going." <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're sitting watching watching Halloween or whatever, yeah. and we're, we're we made a bunch of food and we're eating. And my mom's texting me like, "Hey, you're, you're missing your birthday dinner. Here's all the food you're missing." <laughs> <laughs> we made we made good food. Thank you. That's some funny shit. I had a slice of cake yesterday. Yeah, was that good? It was pretty good cake. Yeah, yeah. Carrot cake? No. Pumpkin? No. Chocolate? Ah. Oh. Mm. They had carrot cake at uh. Yeah, that's, that's, and I was that's like, best cake. That looks that looks pretty good, but I probably shouldn't go devouring cake all the time. Yeah. Uh, like that's there's no grape cherry there. No, that's best cake. Best cake, absolutely. Oh boy, I um, I've had a just busy as fuck last few days. We had out a, a show, and then an out, and then a big show came in, and then a day off where we got together for movie night, and then another one last night, all day yesterday, last night. Plus, I'm trying to help another guy get his calls filled. Just I spent all day yesterday just texting everyone in my fucking phone again, trying to get yep. people work. Like I, I have work for you. I, I have, uh, and they're just they're completely unwilling. I was shorthanded for uh, loadout, and trucking and tucking was working. And he said, "Well, do you, how many people do you need?" I said, "Well, if I get two more people, that'd be great." He's like, "Oh, I'll call my sister and her uh, baby daddy. Mm-hmm. They both owe me money." Yeah, <laughs> and uh, they mentioned wanting to work because the the hourly wage is good, and it's also four hour minimum, double time after midnight. Yeah, so he calls them, and they're like, um, uh, "Well." Uh, we might, I don't know what we're doing tonight. We might have plans. Like, yeah, your plans are to come in here and fucking work, you <laughs> dumb bitch, because you owe me money. 
And so they ended up not, they ended up just doing fucking whatever they felt like, I guess. And, uh, we were shorthanded and I got yelled at cause that's what happens when you, when we're shorthanded is they think that somehow yelling at me will make it better. It doesn't, yeah. it just makes them feel better. So you just have to stand there and take it. Uh, kind of like the guy yesterday who lectured me about how I needed to get the bills signed earlier than, than I'm getting them signed mm-hmm. so that he can do, get his settlement done. And, I, again, just sat there and took it. But then he walked out of the room, and I turned to the guy who was present for my dressing down from this person. Yeah. Uh, Also, completely inappropriate time. You are talking to me like a child in front of my employees. What do you, what kind of image do you think that does for me, you asshole? So, number one, I turned to the guy who's sitting there next to me, and I was like, I've been trying to get that bill signed for two hours. Oh, yeah, it's real late at seven o'clock. When you need to have it done by five, I tried. Couldn't find the fucking stage manager to sign off on things. Fucking blow me, dude. Yep. People suck, man. Yeah. Um, and it just just immensely frustrating uh, dealing with that kind of stuff. But yeah. So anyway. So then after after we finished the loadout, I showed uh, Truckin and Tuckin what his combined what the combined wage before taxes would have been. For his sister and her baby daddy, mm-hmm. and it would have been like two hundred fifty bucks split between the two of them. I yeah. think it was like one hundred twenty-five bucks but each. But for four hours of work, three hours of work, three hours of work. Yeah, um, not not amazing pay, but I don't know how much money they owe him. But even if they do it, that was just straight money went straight into his pocket. He's yeah. he he'll be happy, but no, I got I got better things to do, like fucking sit around and get fat and act like a. It was like last a, time a family member asked asshole. you to do something. It took three hours. Yeah, fucking all the time. And then 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 that's the other funny thing is that his mom offered. She's like sixty five years old. She offered to go do it, and he was like, "No, you you're too old. You're too old. Say you no. can't pace yourself to work <laughs> in this kind of fast paced environment." Uh it's. I can't. I don't understand why people don't want to work. Yeah. So yeah, I ended up chasing down a bunch of people yesterday to get them, and it was funny because I'm sending I'm sending these this contact info to the, to another person, and I'm sending names and numbers, and he he's like, I fuck that person told me no. And I guess they just don't like you. <laughs> huh. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. And then the other the other annoying thing is that they yell. They yell, they're like, oh, I can't believe we're shorthanded. But you know, everyone's dealing with this everywhere. But God damn it, we need all these hands. Like, what? How do you? How are you talking out both sides of your mouth like this? Like, oh, you're too short. Oh, this is real rough. Yeah. But uh, you know, yesterday we were we were 18 short, so this is pretty good. Yeah. Like, then why are you mad? Like, you made 18 short work. You can't make. Uh, However many short we are today, too. Oh, good. More uh, drop frames. Fucking cool. incredible. Something is stealing the performance in my laptop, and I'm not sure what. I think it's this anti-malware service executable that I can't close. Oh, yeah. That's a uh, Windows. Yeah. Sometimes that thing's just running at like 30% of my memory. Yeah. And I have 16 gigs of RAM. Apparently in Windows 11, uh, they're beefing up their security like they... You know, that's like their number one thing. Yeah. Now is uh, security. Um, apparently, it. I think I think someone ran a test on a thirty eighty graphics card, and it and this new uh, 
virtual security. Basically, it's like uh, it keeps all your shit in a on a virtual drive. Mm-hmm. So if you so your shit virus can't spread onto your actual shit. Yeah. Uh, well, this virtual thing that they're they're running uh, sucked the performance of a thirty eighty by twenty five percent. Yeah, that, that it's always going to be like that with the, when they boot beef up security because they just add more layers, which yeah. ca- causes more processing, which is fucking stupid. And it's always going to get broken. That's the other obnoxious part of it. And I, I would also bet money that most of their security is geared towards not allowing you to steal Microsoft software, <laughs> like unofficial versions of Windows yep. or unofficial versions of Office, Office. Yeah. unofficial versions of Adobe products. But they need they they fucked up. Apple has had this shit on lockdown for forever with their app store and limited ability to install stuff. But Windows is always a little more open, not as open as um, Linux. But and so now they're trying to go back. They're trying to move towards the Apple model where you have the Windows app store, store. to install your stuff yeah. and you're installing apps on your computer instead of downloading files and installing programs. And all of their apps suck. Yeah, they need to re- rename program files. Yeah, to app apps. data. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what else we have going on this week? It's October. Finally into Halloween. Finally. So of course Walmart is stocking all the Christmas stuff early because you know God forbid you not you God forbid the uh, garden center just not have anything in it or sell grills for an extra month. Uh-huh. Now we got to start packing Christmas trees into that shit. Ugh, fucking disgusting. Fucking disgusting people shop and the people go shop in that area. It's not just like oh that like that area is fucking should be cordoned off and for, No, there's people there. There are people that are, that are like buying oh, Santa garden gnomes. We do kind of need a new uh Christmas tree this year. Yeah, no you don't. You don't need you don't even need the old one. Just throw it all out. Stop decorating for Christmas. It's a terrible holiday. Jesus isn't real. <laughs> I don't know. I think he might be. Yeah. Facebook went down yesterday. Which is how you know Jesus is real. Yeah, but if Jesus was real, it would have gone down forever. Yeah. But So, of course, all the boomers uh, started their... told Started the, the QAnon engines rolling. Uh-huh. We're talking about that more later. Let me go move this light since this one died again. Anyway, well, you ready to get into some issues, Tim? I am. What is your first issue this week? Here's what I don't get. We just talked about it, but here's some more. Uh, getting old. Uh, it is my birthday this week. Yeah. No longer a two. Nope. In the front digit there. Uh, and don't get me wrong. Not being a kid is great. Mm-hmm. As much as it is being a kid, right? As much as being a kid was great. Yeah. Not being a kid is also great. And uh, the opposite is true. As much as getting old is great, there's a lot about it that's not great. Uh, pain, that sucks. Yeah. I woke up and my foot was just like, we're going to hurt today. I guess forever. I guess forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to get drunk? Well, you're going to have a hell of a time tomorrow, bud. You're going to feel like you're underwater the whole day. You just got to, you just have to uh, 
always stay drunk and you'll be that's the key that's why people get drunk yeah uh like my foot hurts well you know what you know what it stops hurting when i have a lot of whiskey yeah i drinking when you're young is a lot easier than drinking when you're old it's a it's a lot body bounces back a lot faster it does your metabolism is going faster so it just Uh processes through everything and then as that stuff slows down your body's like, ah, I, you need to start pacing yourself a little better on all these whiskey drinks, maybe some vodka drinks. Which is which sucks because like now is the time when I can do that. Yeah, there's that short span of window where you legally twenty one. Yep. Uh, but once you start, but once you hit like thirty, it's it's uh it's no bueno, man. I don't know. Uh, there was a point in my life where I didn't think I'd live to see 30. Yeah. Was that yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, it, but I, I'm glad I did. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you did, too. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I don't know, man. It's weird. Being 30 is weird. Yeah. Truck and Second said the same thing. Where he was like, I didn't think I'd live to thirty. Yeah. I, I, what is what is wrong with you guys? <laughs> I never had any doubts that I would live to thirty. It's fifty yeah. that I don't think I'll make it to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Much more reasonable. Uh, I don't know, man. There was it was maybe it wasn't maybe not specifically thirty, but like there was a point where I'm like, I just can't see myself getting old. Mm. Uh. And uh, I can now because it fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, everything gets old, man. It's uh, entropy. Entropy. The yeah. universe gets old. Cars get old. Your pets get old. You get old. Your house gets old. Then stuff just starts falling apart. Yep. That's so, life, man. Then you die and you're happy. Yeah. The worst thing, though, is uh, the people that are too like too old. Oh yeah, I mean, you, too, don't, you don't want to get too old, and and they they won't allow themselves to to think it. Like there's this stagehand who's I think like 148 or something. He's yeah. got arthritis, whatever that arthritis is, rheumatoid arthritis, where he can't like do anything with his hands. Yeah, but he's he's like permanent, permanently at the top of the list. So you have to call him, but the shows don't want him there because he's he's also a huge drug user. So I I don't know if he's maybe that's the key to a long life when he gets to work or what, but yeah. he will just he will just give himself things to do that aren't related to what's going on. Yeah, he used to work for the I don't remember the opera, or the ballet, or both, and he would just take people's tools and put them away, just away. <laughs> <laughs> this needs to go. Just I'm just wrenching this, and he just comes up and like I'm going to take that. No, no, it would be it would be sitting next to you, yeah. yeah. And he would pick it up and he would go put it in a tool bag, not yours, not the tool bag it goes in, just, just a, a t- in a tool yeah. bag, yeah. So you were constantly having to chase down your own fucking tools. It's like this is like working with a child. That's what it sounds like. But we there's no mechanism to get rid of someone because they're obnoxious. You can only get rid of them if they like 
don't show up for work or they show up drunk or something. It's like you're too old. You're too old to be working still. You should be retired. Stop stealing tie line. Go home. Or maybe now, maybe like a cheese. Sounds like working like a child. Also sounds like working like working with a woman. <laughs> because I yeah. need to screw. So uh, my neighbor was having car. Our neighbor has, was having car trouble last night. Uh, she's got a fancy car that only works what with the key fob. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the car wouldn't start. And so uh, she figured the key fob battery was dead. She didn't have any of the. CR twenty thirty CR twenty yeah. yeah we had a, we had a bunch uh, so um, but you got to open the key fob up yeah and to do that you got to like take off the end cap and then there's a hole and you, know, you got to do is put a flathead in there and just It'll pry it up it apart it's, it's just plastic and uh, so my mom has her laptop right she calls me and she's like hey I need to do this I was like okay I need a screwdriver so she goes off to look for a screwdriver I'm like. I know exactly where one is in my room. It's where I keep my screwdrivers. Yes. So I walk over the other side of the house, go get a screwdriver, come back, prop, pop the thing open, open it up, and hit play on the video just to make sure, okay, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that's it. Take the battery out, put the new battery in. Like, I got the screwdriver. That reminds me of when I was in driver's ed in high school. We had this, Coach Nash was the driver's ed teacher. <laughs> And he would, he would, uh, what a person he was, uh, one of the biggest characters I've ever met in my life. Oh yeah. And so at some point, somehow he found out that I could fix things. Uh And then I became for the first like three or four weeks of this class, he he had no idea who I was. No. Wherein. Yeah. I feel like. (laughs) <laughs> he had no idea who any of the kids were though. Well, unless they were already known to him. Exactly. Yeah. So like the first day of driving, I think he's calling me Tyler because he's there. There are two of us in the car. Uh-huh. I don't know these, other, uh, some of these other people. Sure. Right. So he's, he's referring to, he's, he's using one first name for this guy and then he's using Tyler, which I think is me. Uh-huh. But it turns out this guy has a name that is two first names. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like John Tyler. John Tyler, yeah. yeah. And uh, so I, th- I, then I realized he has no idea who I am. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'll just coast through this thing. <laughs> and somehow, I don't remember what happened, but somehow I got asked to fix something. He found out I could fix things, and then it was like, oh, uh, Bert. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we had this, the classroom was split into two p- p- pieces. Piece one was a regular classroom. That's where we were 95% of the time. Then there was an office that connected piece one to piece two that was coach nash's office and piece two was a big stimulator room where it was a big projection screen with all of these little like logitech racing wheels yeah essentially (laughs) uh real shitty real shitty plastic wrap thing and it had pedals and turn signals Uh and all that stuff and the the simulate to me tim to i guess the way a simulator should work Uh is you put me in it, and if I turn the wheel left, yeah. the simulation goes left. Uh-huh. Well, not this. This, you're just watching a video, and you just have to drive along it's, with it. It's it's the weirdest thing. Imagine, like, there's 20 of these uh, cubicle things, right, for all the kids in the class. Uh, but they're all sharing one screen, and there's only one car on the screen. 
Yeah. Now try to play your game of keeping your car in the lines. Try and play your game of follow exactly what the video does. So yeah, we do these simulators and everybody's failing these. And yeah, because they don't fucking work. And <laughs> so the first results come back in, and Coach Nash is like, uh, yeah, uh, you guys, you guys, uh, we got you simulated results, and uh, uh, these are awful. These are just, <laughs> these are these are t- none of you are ever gonna get a driver's license because n- none of you can drive. Yeah. And and we all object like no this, this, this these this, suck there's yeah. no way because right me well no okay Tim Tim he's watching the simulator and he's taking the right turn yeah. slowly like it does in the video he's it had I think it had a speed gauge on your it did and so he's keeping his speed where the but video like he, says to keep it yeah it's you're all you're you're having to imagine all this stuff right. basically meanwhile me I've got the pedal to the, the floor, floor and I'm just jerking the wheel back and forth <laughs> and. Tim gets a 71 and I get a 62. And it's like, how is that even possible? Because some of them, the simulator itself is bad. Some of it is you're trying to follow this video not closely enough. So we object and object and object. And he's like, he won't accept it. Yeah. And then I think we do two simulator classes. And and then everyone fails them. I somehow, it wasn't our class. Someone's class convinced got coach nash to do the simulator I don't know to yeah. prove that i think i took it i didn't i, I didn't take the class at the same time as you i don't think, I don't think so yeah. well, at least we didn't have the same one but i think he did like two or three sections of it yeah, and, yeah, yeah. anyway um he actually you probably didn't you were probably the semester after mine because of our did you take a sophomore year? age gap yeah so i took a junior year yeah, yeah. i took a first gap. semester of sophomore year yeah it's an age gap thing yeah so some somehow he gets convinced to take a simulator test uh-huh. and he does and he fucking fails it. Yeah. And so he comes into class the next day and he's like, uh, yeah. So, um, the, uh, the simulator, uh, those, uh, they just don't work. They don't work. Uh, so what we're going to do is, uh, we're going to do, um, whoever has the best grade, uh, you, that's going to be an A. And, Whoever has the grade below that, that's going to be uh, like less that much less than he's describing a curve, a curve to yeah. us, but he doesn't know what that is. He, he knew it by the time I got there, but yeah. <laughs> so uh, just hilarious. But but with his uh, with his he doesn't he, I wouldn't I'm not going to call it an accent, but with yeah. his. With his speaking style, I remember we took the simulators, the the simulators. Simulators, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's bringing up so many good memories. That class was crazy. Glory days. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it was. What what hour did you have it? Third hour. Yeah, best so it one. Was, it was it was three best lunch one. block day. Three lunch. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was uh, that was the best. Because block days, so we do this. We had this schedule where Monday, Tuesday, and Friday you did all seven, all classes. seven classes. But yeah. Wednesday and Thursday you do double classes on Wednesdays. Classes. One, three, five. Yeah. On anyway. So if you had a lazy third hour or mm-hmm. fourth hour on your block day, you could go take all three lunches and no one would notice. Yes, and on for driver's ed, he would take us over to the field house and to play basketball mm-hmm. with some other class that was in there. And 
then he would like take batches of people to drive, but only about a third of the class would drive on any given week. Sure. So if it wasn't your week to drive, you would just fuck off back to the building and go to all three yeah. lunches. Well, I remember like it wasn't even every block day that we that you would go drive. Yeah. So like it would be a class day and it'd be a block day and we'd still be able somehow to go take all, go three, go lunches. Take all three lunches. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I remember with his speech style, by then he knew it was called a curve. Cause I remember, uh, he'd be like, so the simulators, uh, they're going to be graded on a curve. Yeah. And I'm like, I think someone had to explain that to him. Too. Yeah. But, but the way he, the way he talked him the first, the first, I remember the first time we did him, like he's talking about like grading on, on the curb. Yeah. Like, did your, did your simulations all have subtitles? I think so. Yeah. Do you yeah. Know, do you know why? Why? Because <laughs> I accidentally formatted the hard drive that all the videos were on. <laughs> so Coach Nash, <laughs> uh, Coach Nash found out that I could fix things right. Yeah. So he had me do some stuff with the simulators, and one day I inadvertently formatted the drive that had the videos that the simulators videos were on. Yeah. Yeah. So, but fortunately, for whatever reason, instead of having an SRT file that the video referenced, it was a separate drive had all of the videos again, but with subtitles. So huh. I just changed the directories in the simulator program yeah, yeah, yeah. to reference the subtitled fo folder and uh, drive because they was they, they were, the computer had four hard drives for some reason too. Huh. It was a very weird setup for yeah. a, an archaic machine. So I just redirected the the directory to look in in that yeah for the video. So then all the videos had subtitles from there on out, and that was my fault. I love how we got to this point by <laughs> saying the word screwdriver because we both know what that means. <laughs> so the screwdriver thing. Yeah. One day he asked us to fix the simulators yes because they had all these like indicator lights and shit that had popped off and and so he asked us to put it back together and i go to put it back together and i'm like i um i can't i need to i need to take this panel off to put these lights back together mm -hmm. and and that's only a screwdriver and so he's he's like uh yeah uh i got a screwdriver uh in the car uh so that's uh, i'm gonna go get I'll go get that i'll be, be right back so he leaves yeah and we sit around for the whole class. And I'm like, I bet money that he has a screwdriver on yeah. his desk. Yeah. And sure enough, he did take the simulator part, put it back together, realize that we don't want to get in trouble for going through his office. So put the screwdriver back, re-break the simulator. We're getting close, very close to lunchtime now. Yeah. So we go get the screwdriver again, take the simulator apart, fix it for a, th a second time, and... Just as we're like buttoning it back up, he comes back in. He's like, "Uh, yeah, I got a screwdriver. Uh, I got a screwdriver." I'm like, "Yeah, we we found a screwdriver in your office, and we got it almost fixed." He's like, "Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, so this screwdriver, uh, was in my car, which is where I went and got it." I'm like, all right then. <laughs> it's even forty five minutes to get forty five minutes to get a screwdriver out of his car. Anyway. Uh, that's, uh, those, those, are the, those are the good old days. Good I'll times. never forget coach Nash. Oh, I mean, I, we were on our way to the fair. I had been doing my coach Nash impression to my family uh -huh. and they thought that it was over the top. Yeah. And then one day we're on the way to the fair, we're taking the shuttle bus and I'm standing there with my family and I hear, uh, Hey, Bert. <laughs> I turn around and there's coach Nash. And I'm like, 
Coach Nash, this is my family. <laughs> and I introduce them to him and we get out with like they they talk and they end up like exchanging coupons to get into the fair and shit. Uh-huh. And <laughs> so we get into the fair and we've now separated from Coach Nash. And I'm like, so my impression, 100% accurate. They're like, yeah, it is. It is 100% accurate. Thank you. <sighs> what a what a guy. What a guy. What a guy. Never lot probably never see him again. I no. see the I see the Oklahoma driving school cars around. Oh and really? I, and I I always look. I'm always like, mm-hmm. is that Coach Nash? But I I think he's maybe he's retired or something now. Uh, I'm trying to remember what what the what the car was. It was like a it was a Saturn. A, I was thinking like a Taurus, but yeah, it was. It was a little Saturn compact car. Yeah. It was miserable. It was to ride terrible. In. But anyway, uh, here's what I don't get. The hate rectangle. So one of the big show, the big show we did this weekend was Kiss, mm-hmm. and uh, Tim, I don't know really anything about Kiss. We were, we watched uh, Gene Simmons Family Jewels on A and E years and years ago. Yeah, My yeah, family liked yeah. that reality show. I watched a couple episodes, and it was it was fine as far as reality shows go. Yeah. Every, it, was, it was a little more wholesome than other reality shows. Like it was like uh, the Osbournes, but without, without all the cussing, without terrible people. <laughs> so, you know, I I know I know you know I know the vague basics of Kiss. Like they're painting the face painting, and Gene Simmons has a long tongue, and yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Not really a fan. Know a handful of songs, like one song. I abs- I I actively dislike them. Okay, well. So they, they aside came, from that one song, they came and played in Tulsa as part of their farewell tour. This was this show started to load in last year on a March twelfth. Started to load in, made it about three hours into the day. Then all the crew was brought into a meeting, and all the crew came back out, and they're like, "All right, we got to load it out." And they had to separate all the stuff out instead mm. of packing it the way it goes to tour. It's like we're going to pack all the lighting gear into this truck because it's going to go back to the, the lighting rental, shop. Yeah. We're going to put all the sound gear and et cetera, et cetera, so on and so forth. We're closing up shop. <laughs> so this concert was two years in the two plus years in the making. Uh, and it was it was cool. It was a cool load in. They had a an interesting setup with their stage so their stage they they have these these platforms on either end that extend up out of the deck i told you about the opening but they they also have these platforms that extend up out of the deck another like 30 feet in the air so you're standing on a little platform way up high which is pretty pretty cool. cool paul stanley gets on a rig and flies across the audience over top of the audience <laughs> to basically where the front of house sound position is while singing one a couple of songs huh. uh the, the concert opens though so they had an opening act the opening act was a painter which was frankly mind-blowing <clears throat> Because this is an arena that I think seats sits like fifteen thousand people, 000 people, and it was yeah. pretty full. I don't, I don't don't know any numbers, but I'll guess maybe ten thousand people were there. Uh, this this guy is doing those paintings you've seen on America's Got Talent, where he's like painting with both hands and sloppily throwing stuff up, and you're not sure what he's painting, and then he flips it over, and it's like, oh look, he's painted Kiss, or he's painted a a picture of a monkey. Yeah, so. He's painting, and he's like painting to classic rock songs and dancing around like a rock star. He's got this microphone stand that's all ra- the the uh, mic at the top is wrapped with like rags to wipe his hands, mm-hmm. but so he looks like Tyler Perry, 
Not Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tyler Perry, front man of Aerosmith. <laughs> Who, what, Tyler, Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler Perry. Steven Mason. Tyler Perry. <laughs> Jars. Uh, so, so he's he is like working this crowd. If if you had told me three days ago that I would be I would be present in an arena with ten thousand plus people, fucking losing their minds over a guy painting like a child, yeah, I would have told you you were crazy. But <laughs> I saw it for myself. There you go. And so he's got. At one point, he paints like Mount Rushmore, but with all the kiss faces, right? And then it's not really Mount Rushmore; it's just the lineup of their faces. And then I've seen these these canvases all backstage. So I saw this canvas backstage and I could tell there's a big tearaway piece yeah. and there's something painted underneath that. So he's painting. He got their faces. He flips it over and it's like, Oh, look, it's kiss. That's awesome. And he's like dancing around. And then he goes up to the, to the canvas grabs this tab and tears it away, and he's got the word Tulsa written, and the crowd goes fucking nuts. They're like, yeah! Yeah, fucking painted the name of our city! Yeah! And I'm like, what the hell is going on? What in the hell is happening here? So... He finishes his set, I guess you'd call it. He's painted like four or five paintings. The crowd's going fucking crazy for him. They love it. I don't get it at all. Old people. And then this kabuki curtain drops down straight from the top. Boom. Kiss logo. The entire stage is wrapped now with a curtain. You can't see what's going on behind it. Backstage, from from our perspective, we're pulling all his painting gear off and we're making sure everything's staged correctly. For them, for, you know, all the guitar amps and stuff move forward. The band comes on, they get into position, and then the show's going to start. So I got to front of house because I've seen the set list, and I know that the only good Kiss song is the opener, mm-hmm. Detroit Rock City. Yeah, literally the only song I want to see. <laughs> and uh, and I'm the boss, so I get to do that. So I go I go out there. I'm standing in the in the booth with one of my hands and. We're waiting for the show to start, and then this announcement comes over the, the, they're like pre-show announcement, like, like, ladies and gentlemen, the greatest band of all time, your favorite band ever, Kiss, and the fucking crowd does a thing that I hate, hate with a passion, the, the house lights go out. And then all of a sudden, the, there's a glow back in the house because every fucking person has pulled out their cell phone and started recording this like a red blob because the, the kabuki curtain is lit with a red wash. Uh-huh. So it's just this red blob on their phone because they are going to videotape this goddamn concert instead of putting the fucking phone down. And enjoying it. And enjoying it. Yeah. You paid hundreds of dollars for these tickets. You've been waiting two year, two plus years to see this. Their final tour. The end of the road tour. Mm-hmm. And you were going to watch it through your fucking cell phone. I just don't understand how people can't divorce themselves from these fucking hate rectangles. There is nothing in here that is for you. This is all bad. This is a tool. And you're fucking ruining your life from it. You are filming a concert... And you're not even really filming the concert because you're way back in the fucking back of the arena filming the uh, big LED wall. Yeah. So you're 
videoing a video of a cameraman of the Gene Simmons. Put the fucking phone down and look at Gene Simmons with your own goddamn eyes. It was an awesome, awesome opening thing. All, st- all style, absolutely no substance. Because this Kabuki curtain draw, the... They start out with Detroit Rock City and starts out with that guitar riff down and down and down and down and down and down and and when the drums kick in, the Kabuki curtain drops, the lights burst on, and uh, Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, and the guy who's playing Ace Freely are thirty-five feet in the air, standing on these octagon pads with. CO2 blasters coming from the deck below. So it looks like they're coming in on some goddamn UFOs (laughs) and just like fucking playing the shit out of this. And then, and those slowly descend, they get down and they start walking around and those go back up in the air. And you see that those are pieces of video wall. They're all independently hung and can go and come in and out. The lights are on these extending arm things that can drop down and the the crowd's going fucking nuts. Mm Mm-hmm. And Paul Stanley starts singing, and it's terrible. (laughs) And I wish I could show this to you, but I can't, because instead of fucking filming it like a retard, I actually just watched Watched it and enjoyed it. And I don't understand how people can't divorce themselves from these things. This week, Facebook went down yesterday, and we were talking about it at lunch, and I was like, Tim, did you you experience the Facebook outage yesterday? No. No, me either. One, because I was busy at work, but two, because I just don't interface with Facebook products. Well, it's Instagram, but but that's more of a... Yeah, know. but I get on Instagram like maybe once every couple of days, and I'll post yeah. something and scroll and see if there's anything neat, yep. and then close it. So yeah. y- yesterday I was busy. I didn't post anything. I didn't look at anything. I missed nothing. But God, the, it's people were reporting that their cell phone service was bad because they couldn't yes. get into the Facebook app. Like, you got to divorce yourself from this. Put the phone down. Go spend time with people. <laughs> I You could not have done lockdowns in a world where social media didn't exist because of two important things. Number one, you wouldn't be able to spend spread propaganda that far that fast. Uh-huh. And number two, people wouldn't have the dopamine of being with people with in a world where social media yeah, doesn't exist yeah. where you have to like, Oh, I like to go be gregarious and get together with my friends and watch movies and drink cocktails. Or I like to go out and dance at, you know, to see live music. I like to go see movies. I like to go to art festivals. Those are things you have to do socially with people, but you can, you can now go do those, be isolated in your whole own little bubble. You snap photos, you post them on your feed, and all you do is feed the hate rectangle to have it, feed and take more of your fucking life away. And I don't see, I don't see enough people that consider these shackles and not like their best friend. Yeah. This is a lot of, a lot of people, the first thing they see in the morning and the last thing they see at night is the hate rectangle. Yep. And they spend, they've put uh, most of these phones now. And some of the apps have built in, timers of like your screen time so i can go to instagram in here i found it once and i was like oh neat we can see if you're lying or not your activity time 17 minutes daily average i i spent a bunch of time on it on sunday yep yeah the the bar the little bar graph yeah i don't know what's going on i don't think my phone oh i said oh i know it's because we were watching a really boring movie 
What movie were we watching? Aliens. Aliens. And I started fucking around on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. The uh we watched the director's cut special edition of Aliens that's in two hours and thirty seven minutes. Fuck James Cameron. And holy fuck is that movie not good. That movie was saved in editing. The only reason why people think it's great is because it was saved in editing. Mm-hmm. Like like most things. Yeah. And the theatrical version could also probably lose runtime. Probably probably lose 20 minutes. I don't know what the theatrical theatrical version runs two hours. It could definitely lose 20 minutes. It's... I don't understand how people can... can use something that makes them actively miserable so much. I don't know if I can check that time thing, but yeah. I wish Facebook was down i wish it had been down for longer mm-hmm. i wish it had been down for a week i think uh a week even. Do you remember when P- when sony psn went down in 2011 mm-hmm. you remember how long it was down months months and they had to entice people back by doing the like free here's free games free games yeah. yeah because they know if you stop doing a thing and you you'll just you'll just give it up a week without facebook a week without Instagram, uh, most people would, I think it would start to recalibrate your brain where instead of thinking of, I need to take a photo of this so that I can post on Instagram, they start just experiencing life. That's the problem is, uh, is once you're, is once you're hooked, it it takes a week or whatever of Mm -hmm. not having it to like Skyrim. How long it's been weeks since I played Skyrim. Yeah. You know why? Because I had, because there was like, a lot of days in a row where I, I, I was busy and I didn't play it. Yeah. And so eventually your brain was like, Oh, like you don't need that Skyrim. Dopamine thing. Yeah. Yeah. Replace it with destiny and then fucking five times the the amount. Yeah. The so many, so many of the apps are just, they're meant to suck your time away from you. Social media specifically, but, uh, and it's the, it's it's the, the way they mobile games. It's the way they've changed them too, right? Because they have all of this stuff was been specifically engineered to take your time away from you. Yeah, that's why you have to be cognizant of not putting games on your phone. If you do have little games on your phone, turn off the notifications. Like I don't need. I when I was I played that Ebony game for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I had it installed for about an hour, and then it bings me to let me know that something your blah 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 is ready and i was like yeah i don't need to know that i you work for me mm-hmm. you fill my wasted time i don't work for you and so turning off those notifications i have I, three games on my phone i know it's i know it's funny because my work phone rings all the time now during during shows mm-hmm. but like this is a tool that i have to use i have to be that's accessible. your work phone yeah uh, on days where I don't need to be accessible, which we've we've done this, I have taken this phone and left it somewhere. Yes. I put it in the car. I've said, I'm taking this day off. I'm walking away from it. And on those days, I usually put my personal phone even on Do Not Disturb so mm-hmm. that it's also not ringing. Yeah. Look at that. I have a text message. Speak of the devil. You have the wrong person. Don't text me again. Oh, should I text back? Yeah. Sorry. And then, or what? <laughs> it should be like multi-tiered, but 
Each one's a different text. Like, sorry, who is this? I don't know. I'm supposed to be contacting this person. Here's the thing I don't understand about these people, right? You get a text message with a, something you don't know what it is, right? You're like, okay, that's mm-hmm. weird. Must be a wrong number. It, instead of saying you have the wrong number, you you just go, no, thank you, right? So then I text you again. That was September 20th. September 28th, I text you again. Same style, basically almost verbatim the same message. Yeah. And again, on September 28th, you ignore it. So then yesterday, I text you a longer message, and you finally respond, you have the wrong person, don't text me again. You could have uh, short-circuited this if you had messaged me, I don't know. The first time? The first time. (laughs) Because maybe the first time you think, even the first time, you have the wrong number. Like, oh, I'm trying to get a hold of this person. I have the wrong number. I I need to change that. How do you not think to do that as as just a courtesy? Yeah, like like you get a you get a text and it's like, um, "Hey, Dad, I missed the bus. Uh, can you please pick me up? Yes, from school." And you're like, uh, "Well, that doesn't pertain to me. I'm just gonna <laughs> pay attention to that real quick." There's a, "Hey, Dad, there's a creepy guy standing <laughs> here. And yeah. I'm really uncomfortable. What should I do?" Yeah, it's not my fucking problem. Uh, Hey Dad, I'm hiding in a in the sewer drain outside of my school. The the creepy man has grown claws and is trying to get at me. Yeah. Please stop messaging me. <laughs> Thank you. Block. Like, just just say you have the wrong fuck. Yeah. I've gotten so many of those wrong numbers, and it's after multiple text messages. Yeah. Because because I'm guess I'm not giving these people enough dopamine. That's why they don't respond to me. I got. Oh, I don't have time to respond to this. I got to get back to uh, arguing with people on Facebook about how QAnon is actually totally real. Just, just as I, I hate these phones. The, we keep throwing the word "smart" on things, and none of them are smart. No. We're trying to fucking watch, trying to watch a movie on Truckin' and Tuckin's TV from my laptop. Right, my laptop has an HDMI port. My Right now, we have the laptop plugged into an, into a screen via the via an HDMI port. Uh-huh. Granted, it's an external HDMI port, not the same one I was using, but it's the same principle. Principle. Yeah. I plug the HDMI cable into the port for the computer. I plug it into the port for the monitor. I make sure that the monitor's on the right input, and the screen just comes up and works. Yep. But Truckin' and Tuckin' has a smart Samsung TV, and this is this is why I stopped buying Samsung phones. Because their shit fucking sucks. His smart TV wants to know what type of device is connected to it so that you can control the device from the remote, mm-hmm. which the remote is fucking terrible. Yeah, it's one of those four-button remotes. And it's half the apps, the play-pause button doesn't work because they want to use the center of the d- D-pad button, Yeah, which is also retarded. So anyway... Every time the like they try and do this HDMI handshake, it locks my cursor back to the center of the screen like a video game does. Uh-huh. And it was making me fucking nuts. And it ended up being the solution was not to use the HDMI port, which is which is what it's designed for, but instead to do the wireless Miracast thing Airplay, that's built yeah. into 
all devices now. And I'm just like, how does an HDMI cable not work for a goddamn TV? Because on his TV, you can choose like video game console, AV receiver, set-top box, TV tuner, all these different categories of things. And not one of them is my fucking computer. (laughs) Because I guess I'm the only guy in the world that's trying to attach a laptop to TVs. Fucking stupid smart devices. It's not a smartphone. The, you're smarter than the phone. <laughs> Fucking put it down. The phone works for you. Not you don't work for the phone. Yeah. If it bing booms at you something that's not pertinent to your life, don't touch it. Bing boom. Uh, Candy Crush wants you to know that you can get 75 bits if you fill out this survey. Well, I better go fill out this survey now. You work for Candy Crush. As opposed to Candy Crush being on your phone, so when they're like, yeah, it's going to be uh, 15 more minutes until your car is ready, sir. Well, I guess I'll sit over here and, uh, oh, it's your Candy Crush. Let me just, you know, click these things. Clickety, 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 click. Your car is ready. Ah, thank you. Exit. Back in your pocket. Let me get in the car. Ah, ah, I am going to be driving today. I would like to listen to some podcasts. Let me hit the podcast thing. Put that my phone in the in the phone cradle. Drive around listening to podcasts. What a what a nice day. When my phone buzzes, it's like, hey, hey, there's a new episode of here, so I don't get out. You gotta listen to it right now. No, no. I don't work for here's why well, I do work for here's why I don't get. But you, the listener, you don't work for here's why I don't get. Nope. You don't want to listen to this episode on Thursday when it comes out? Don't. Uh, don't. You don't want to listen to it next week. Fucking don't. You want to wait until you have 50 episodes and then just binge them? I got I'm taking a long road trip here in a couple weeks, so I'm going to eat. I'm going to lay off. Of, Here's what I don't get in that Larry show. I'm just going to listen to the Dick show. And then on my, ro- on my road trip, I'll listen to those others. And I'll just blast through them. Who gives a shit? Just blast through like 10 or 12 episodes because I got to drive a long way. That's the podcast app working for you. Yeah. If, if you're popping up in there and going like, oh, I got to find out if Castilla versus the Pod Monster has a new episode, which they don't this week. But we didn't have time to watch a Godzilla movie because we didn't get any heads up warning that they were going to not do that. Yeah. yeah. Fuckers. So we might we might make it up next week. Just go ahead and watch a Godzilla movie for next week. Even if they release an episode, we'll be we'll just be a week behind. No big deal. We don't have to release on the we, do, we normally don't release on the week that they missed because we release before they do, so uh-huh. we're always the week after. But we'll make it up. Uh, yeah, these these phones are just killing us. They're sucking your soul out, and I, I almost, I keep considering things like the light phone, yep, where it doesn't do anything, or uh, going back to a flip phone. Even they make these flip phones now that are like. They have their semi smartphones, as how I describe it, mm-hmm. where it has some of those. It has like a browser that you can use. It has the podcast. You can you can do stuff from the Android store and put your podcast player on there and still play your podcast out of it. But instead of being this big screen that like this, look at this phone. This phone is fucking huge. I mean, it's bigger than my personal phone. It's it's almost awkwardly too big. Like. This is this is a phablet. This yeah, is a very convenient phablet. size yeah. to be browsing the internet on, or watching a movie, or or watching or... a movie or YouTube video. Yeah. It's, but if I had a flip phone that was a, a third of this size screen size, I'm not fucking. I'm not browsing paypig.org on that. I'll wait until I'm at my computer. Yep. 
I like and it probably it probably cut my internet time down a, a whole amount. But even me right now railing against the the hate rectangle, there are some aspects of the hate rectangle that I just can't divorce from. Nope. And that's a failing on my part. It's a failing on all of our parts, but I try and mitigate it as much as possible. I try and limit the amount of hate rectangle time I have. Good. Good. Uh, I like the term hate rectangle because you don't use it for good. It's rarely used for good. No. They they have, I mean, maybe taking a picture of your family when you're at the pumpkin patch this this year. (laughs) And then you set it as your phone wallpaper. But then, like, there is some dude up in Washington at Google who's looking, it, yeah. who's looking at it as soon as you to take make it. sure you don't have any child porn in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's my issue, and that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for this episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, our first news story comes to us. Uh, you know. It's funny. There must be an epidemic going around because uh, someone posted uh, in our uh, Discord uh, this TikTok of this car that was just filled was to it, the I think brim it was a Ford Fusion, yeah, with walnuts. Uh, and it's funny because I was going through the news for this week, and uh, um, while. Uh, a Fargo, North Dakota man was away on a four-day trip. Four days. A four-day trip. So before he left, so he left on he left car. He left like Friday morning mm-hmm. and probably got back Monday night. Sure, but Thursday night, clean car. Yeah, it was. It's a uh, Chevy. It's a Chevy Avalanche. He gets back. 175 pounds of black walnuts under the hood in the engine bay. Holy shit. Um. He said, quote, I could only laugh at the situation. Yeah. As it has occurred in the past. What? (laughs) (laughs) But this year was a record. Yeah. If that happened once, I would be, I would spend all my nights out on the porch with a 22, just picking off squirrels Uh, and then, then sticking their heads on little pikes all around my, my car. mm -hmm. So as a warnings to future squirrels. Uh, he said that the nuts come from a nearby tree that produces them on a biannual harvest and that he's previously spotted a red squirrel making trips toward his truck and has tried to use deterrence, which apparently didn't work. Yeah. He said he's in the past has used a mixture of cayenne pepper and Tabasco sauce in a spray mixture under the hood. Mm. But uh, apparently them squirrels like some spicy nuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the insurance salesman spent seven hours removing body parts to get to the nuts, which filled seven five-gallon buckets, but he doesn't think he got to all of them. Some of them he was unable to retrieve, he said. They're hidden inside the frame. Oh, that, that was the, this video. There were some ones that were tucked up inside frame pieces. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's uh, That's pretty wild. I got one here from across the pond down in Texas. Uh-huh. Texas Pardons Board votes unanimously to recommend a posthumous pardon for George Floyd. The Texas State Board of Pardons and Paroles voted unanimously Monday to recommend a full posthumous pardon of George Floyd for a 2004 drug conviction, according to the hearing minutes provided by uh, the board to RNN. An application for the pardon was filed in April on behalf of Floyd and his 
surviving family. In the application, Allison Mathis of Harris County Public Defender's Office said the request was filed because the arresting officer in George Floyd's case, Gerald Goines, quote, manufactured the existence of his confidential informants to bolster his cases against innocent defendants. Floyd, yeah, then he, we lament, lament the loss of former Houstonian George Floyd and hope that his family finds comfort in Monday's decision by the Texas State Board of Pardons and Paroles to recommend clemency for a 2004 conviction involving former Houston Police Department officer Gerald Goins. Uh, this is an absolutely ridiculous story because it's nothing but virtue signaling, number one. They're, they're going out of their way, but it's also, it's that, the Orwellian, we've always been at war with Eurasia. He didn't, but now we're doing, he didn't do nothing. Uh-huh. So instead of you, now you, I'm sure they'll, they're about to pardon him for fucking holding that pregnant woman hostage too, so that right wingers can't go. He was a drug addict who tried to rob a pregnant woman and held her at gunpoint. They'll just pardon all of these uh, basketball Americans for the crimes they committed in the past so that we can pretend that there's not a crime problem that can be directly tied to how much basketball people who look like you can play. It's George Floyd was a bad man. He was a bad person. He was a criminal and he was a drug addict and he died. He probably shouldn't have died, but he did it to himself by fucking eating all of his uh, fentanyl and speed. Don't do that. So that he wouldn't go to jail. Well, congratulations, George. You didn't have to go to jail. And then it got so fucking over-politicized now. Now we're pardoning him. Pardoning him for a crime he committed 16 years ago. That 16 years before his death. Yeah. That he was convicted of. It was all taken care of. Yeah, the cop's a shitty guy. And the cop should be going to prison too. That doesn't make George Floyd not a drug addict. Yeah. Not a guy who was convicted for buying drugs. Or whatever he was doing with drugs. Yeah, if this was just part of a, uh, let's say, like a marijuana uh, law. Yes. Uh, like, say they legalized marijuana, so they just said, we're going to grant clemency to all yeah, yeah, yeah. past marijuana crimes. It's different. Wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. But they singled him out because he's this patron saint of fucking scumbags. Fucking, the fucking worthless piece of shit tried to cash a fake money so he could get more drugs and then he took a bunch of his drugs and died and what was the response to this burning down the fucking country in the largest series of race riots we've ever fucking seen dozens more killed no big deal we have to protect this patron saint god I fucking hope one day we return to a common sense and we have someone that can go up and say George Floyd was a piece of shit and the world's a better place without him it's not much of a better place, like 0.01% better. <laughs> and really, it's kind of come down because all the, the fucking chimp out that went, went along with it. I'm so fucking sick of hearing about this guy. He's not, a, he's not a hero. He's not a saint. He didn't do anything for anybody other than fucking knock women up and commit crimes. Fuck that guy. Fuck the Texas Board of Paroles. Anyway, what's uh, your next news story, Tim? Uh, my next news story comes from... Hollywood, speaking of criminals, uh, Zachary Joseph Horowitz of Los Angeles uh, was uh, behind a Ponzi scheme that cost investors more than $230 million 
with fake promises of film rights. Uh, he pleaded guilty today or yesterday and faces up to 20 years in prison. Um, he uh, was a, not even a bit actor. He was just like a, like a, a, a guy trying to make it mm-hmm. as an actor in Hollywood. Um, somehow weaseled his way uh, into like asking investors, you know, in, in the, in the way that, you know, uh, someone's like, Hey, you know, I've got this great idea. You know, he's already, if he's already an actor, he can, he can give he's like, Hey, I was in X movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was in the background for half a second, but I was in it, you know, just like I was talking with those guys yesterday. Yeah. But like, it's on his resume. Yeah. Right. So, and of course no one care if it's on your resume, it's on your resume. No one cares, you know, how involved you were in it. Um, Anyways, he told a bunch of investors that their money would be used to secure rights for films he would be in, that Netflix and HBO had already agreed to distribute abroad. Um, of course, uh, the money was all going to him. Uh, he used the money to buy a $6 million house and pay off hundreds of thousands of dollars of credit card debt. That's smart. That's a good use of stolen money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh the overall scheme raised at least $650 million. Um, uh, when six, that's a, that's a three Marvel movies. Yeah. When capital and one in MM began defaulting, defaulting on promissory notes in 2019, uh, it sort of led to his downfall. Yeah. Um, he used he and he used a lot of that money coming in to pay off earlier investors that you know were like where's my money you know from so this is a Ponzi scheme it's a Ponzi scheme yeah yeah, yeah. uh but yeah he had this six million dollar house in uh Beverly Hills um you know paid off all that credit card debt he had he has fifteen acting credits to his name <laughs> four of them are short these people not know what IMDb is he's got a profile yeah. Four of them are for are for short films, and half of half of them credit him as an unnamed extra. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, I when scams like this happen, they're happening to the right people. Yeah, like I, they should just let this guy go, slap on the wrist, because he's stealing from. But he's stealing from uh, the people that are we have to protect that wear small hats. Mm-hmm. Uh. You are an idiot. This guy's telling you he's a big hotshot film guy. Like, just go IMDb him, yeah. and you'll find out if he's a big hotshot film guy. Yeah, Why here, is he I'm going to his million dollars. Uh, all filmography, actor. Yep, The Getaway, The Devil Below, You're Not Alone, Last Moment of Clarity. The, the biggest movie he was in was Fury, the Brad Pitt tank movie. He was un, uncredited. As an SS medic. <laughs> yeah, that's like, a, like it says SS medic uncredited. Yeah. He because he probably he put, put it, it on in there. there. Yeah. yeah. Uh what a what a joke. Are there any more news? Uh that's it. Well, this has been the Rick Caton News Network. 
Definitely not fake news. Well, that takes care of a legal obligation this week, but you know it doesn't take care of Tim. What? Starting our own production company. If you want to help us with that, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for. Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our $2 tier, where you throw the random bits and bobs. We do it now and again. We have our $5 tier. We do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get where we drop the hate and talk about it's great. We have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. We sit down and watch it and record it. You vote on the film. We sit down and watch it record a uh, feature length commentary. Uh, the submissions are open for October, so get your submissions in. And then we have our $50 Spite Producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can ask for guests, special bonus episodes, special format changes, special video content, anything that you think we, you can ban callers, you can ban voicemailers, you can ban a host. You if can you ask want. for specific movie commentaries. Yep. Anything that we can feasibly do, we will do our utmost to, yep. to do. Uh, and we thank all of our supporters, big and small. For and we're show. introducing a new $500,000 tier <laughs> to our Patreon. Maybe you want to help get uh, HWIDG to uh, Netflix and HBO. Yep. We're going to become exceedingly liberal. That's funny. Uh, well, Tim, what is your second issue this week? Uh, here's what I don't get. Uh, legacy IP. Um, there was a there was a point in time, I'd say, uh, before uh, the 2000s, where if someone wanted someone wanted to make a movie, they wrote a script. They sent it out to Hollywood. Hollywood's like, we like you, bud. Someone else, we'll get someone else to rewrite it, uh, but uh, we'll buy that from you for fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, right. And you become a screenwriter, or you got you like, hey, I really like this um, book about how O.J. Simpson didn't do it, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna like turn that into a like a biopic about O.J. Simpson, uh, or uh, you were like a you were you were an author and you wrote uh, like uh, the Mentos Gum story. Yeah, um, it's about a wizard named Mentos Gum. <laughs> And he goes on a he goes on an adventure, right, with all his friends. Yeah. Uh, and Hollywood's like, man, your book's selling like hotcakes. We're gonna turn this into a movie starring Tom Cruise. And you're like, great. Do I get any royalties? No. No. But um, now all your books will sell like even more hotcakes. Yep. Uh, and I've got here's three franchises I've, I've been thinking of. Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, yeah. Lord of the Rings. Okay. Now, I will, I'm going to call calling all these like post 2000 and, and after franchises. Yeah, I know Lord of the Rings a long time ago, written a long time ago. Yeah. Harry Potter started just before, but Harry Potter started in the 90s. But I, I get so what did you're Game going of Thrones. At. Game yeah. of Thrones started in the 90s. The book started in the 90s. But the like the film franchise, film, the TV franchise. And the surge in popularity. And the surge in popularity started in, uh, you know, they're, they're, these are fairly modern properties. Um, Harry Potter ended on a pretty good note, I would say, right? No. I mean, not quality wise. I'm saying like, as opposed to Game of Thrones, right? No, no one like there was no like fan backlash about the last movie because it sucked. Oh no, that's because the fan backlash was on the seventh book because it sucked, and then we stopped being interested in the franchise. 
Sure, but as a, you know, it's not like the last movie didn't make any money. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? So, um, I'm talking numbers here. Yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings, the three movies happened. Yep. Right? And, and they were the biggest became, movies of all time. They were, the at, at the time, were the biggest movies of all times and became, like, modern <clears throat> movie classics. classics. Yeah. Um, I think especially for people in our age bracket. Because it came out yeah. when we were in middle school. When we were in middle school, yeah, yeah. People started reading the books, and then The Hobbit came out. See, that's where I'm getting with, is then The Hobbit came out. Because... The Lord of the Rings made a billion dollars. Why can't right? The Hobbit? We got to squeeze all we can out of this IP. Uh, so they did the three Hobbit movies. Those fucking sucked. No one likes those. No need to be three movies. No need to be three movies. They no filmed one. that we're going to do the Hobbit as a two-part movie. Why? Why? Oh, we actually filmed it's shorter enough than, stuff. It's shorter than the than one of the three. Any um, one of the three Lord of the Rings yeah. books. Yeah. And, and it's boring. Yes. And then they were like, well, actually, we filmed so much stuff. We're going to make it three movies. And I remember at the time there were memes. There was like... uh the Hobbit and the big cash grab, the big Warner Brothers <laughs> cash grab. Um, so that happened to Lord of the Rings, and even now Amazon's doing a series again, a series now, because you got to milk all you can out of that. Uh, Harry Potter, right? The the core movies came out to you know fans like them, mm-hmm. but then it was over, right? That was the last movie. Well, uh, J.K. and J.K. Harrelling hadn't written another book. Nope. Right? Uh, eventually, she did the, the stage play thing. Uh, yeah, the... Cursed Child? Yeah. Um, but, like, there was no more Harry Potter. What are we going to do? Well, let's take this fucking book from the series and make that into a movie. Got to squeeze all we can out of Harry Potter. It's Well, even, even that Cursed Child is like that, because that the Cursed Child play is Harry Potter's kid. yeah. Traveling back in, in time, time to see key moments from the yes. franchise. Yeah. It's like a, so we have in theater, they call them jukebox musicals where you take a popular thing and you just take a bunch of their songs and you write a story that around him. Like yeah. Mama Mia is Mama a jukebox is, is about with ABBA. ABBA. Yeah. And that's what this Harry Potter play is, is it's the literary equivalent of a jukebox musical where yes. it's just all the good parts of this franchise being now it's on stage. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, like the fantastic beast. I thought like, I thought, I think, I think everyone thought Johnny Depp ruined that franchise when he beat his wife. Well, like that, that first, the first fantastic beast movie came out years ago. Then the second one came out right around the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, of Amber Heard's telling everyone that uh, he Lying. beat her. Yeah. yeah. And it that movie tainted the box office. Yep. And destroyed the franchise. Killed it. Yeah, but they're doing the third one now. Oh, they are? Yeah. Is Johnny Depp in it? No. Mm. no uh, I'm not going to watch it. I wasn't going to watch it before, but now I'm not going to watch it because they sided with a lying woman. Yeah. Um, but like those movies are not doing Harry Potter numbers. Mm-mm. No. Uh, Game of Thrones, right? <sighs> That last season, I didn't watch it, but people did not like it. They did not. Like there are petitions to redo it. 
there were petitions to redo it the next day. Yeah. Um, but just this morning, I saw a teaser image for their Game of Thrones prequel series. Prequel series. Because you got to squeeze that. Despite there being literally like probably millions. I think there's more than just this, which is. Uh, oh, yeah. Th- these are just the three that I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah that's what this new Matrix movie is. Yep. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. All these new Star Trek IPs. Yeah. It's all just how much blood Star can we Wars, get out of the Star I mean, Wars? How much blood can we get out of the stone? MCU even. You're the, right. Yep. All the Disney Plus shows. Every dollar they can ring out of you by. Because IP is king. Yeah. It's like, you know how Lord of the Rings got popular is because people liked the book. And then they made that into a movie. Mm-hmm. And peop- a lot more people liked that. I The funny thing is, I predicted that the Lord of the Rings would get rebooted as a series mm-hmm. on streaming. I want to say in like 2010 or 2011. Yeah. And I, I said, this is what's going to happen. It's going to be in the next 10 years. And then that's, oh, I that's mean, what I'm not surprised if it, we we do Harry Potter within the next ten years, yeah. Because uh, it'll appeal to the same people that this Lord, this new Lord of the Rings series appeals to, is the same people that that, that a Harry Potter series would appeal to, which is the people that um, that read those books over and over, and were and liked the adaptation, but we're like, man, I really want to see this scene from the book that never got filmed because like, it has to be an hour and a half movie. The Quidditch World Cup in four. They showed that though. They, they barely it's a blink and you miss it. Yeah, moment. it's the beginning of yeah. They they cram the first like twenty chapters of that book into a three oh, yeah. minute montage. Yes. It's wild. Yeah. Well like the people that love that book and love that part of that book are going to get to see that in, you know, half of an episode now. In Netflix's new Harry Potter series. Yeah. Will or be- season one, the, you know, 13 one-hour episodes will no, be... Who, what, what streaming? Oh, it'll be on HBO Max. HBO Max exclusive Warner Harry Brothers. Potter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they they'll keep doing this, and to the detriment of new properties. Yes, to the detriment out. of new properties. Um when they have new properties, they they either underdevelop them, they cut the budgets, yeah. they don't give them the same marketing, and so then they're like, well, no one wants to see this new original property, but yeah. we, you didn't like put it out there that it existed. Yeah, like uh, The Magicians. I read those books and really liked them, and then they're like, hey, we're going to do a series on TV. Like, great. It's going to be on sci-fi. Oh. Yeah. And we're going to age all the characters up. Oh. To being teenagers or No, to being 20s? post-grad. Mm. The, it's, it's supposed to be a college. Ah. And all the characters in the show are like post-grad college. Uh, that show is fine. Yeah, anything that's there. It's a sci-fi. Sci-fi is not going to be good. No, no, no. Yeah, it's, that show is fine, but it's so, it's, uh, it, it deviates so much from the... Um, from the original that I'm like, man, I'd love to see this as like, you know, given, given a good budget proper treatment. Yeah. And the good news is that you probably will before you die. Like Dune, they yeah. keep trying to make Dune into movies. <laughs> they keep trying to translate it. Like Dune only works as a, as a book because it's 6 million pages long. Yeah. It's boring as fuck. 
you can't make it into a movie. It doesn't. The, it doesn't. It does. They don't translate in between mediums well. Yeah, you're always going to lose something. Like so much of Dune is the internal monologue of Paul. That to make it into a movie, you have to do one of those movies that's just constant voiceover. And constant voiceover movies doesn't, are hard to make good. Yeah, yeah. They have to be in a. There's only really one genre that can do it. What is that? Like detective mm. noir style. I disagree with that, but well, is there any other movie you can think of that does heavily heavy voiceover about a boy? Okay. Yeah. That's a very niche specific. It is a case. very niche specific case, but I don't think that that, that genre is locked in stranger than fiction. Does it well with the narrator, yeah. the omniscient narrator thing going on? Um, Sure, sure. It, so it, you can do it in comedy. You can do it in things, I think. It's uh, subversive, though. Yes. Yeah. But it's it's one of those... It's easy to do in noir detective yes. stuff. Yes. That I mean, I it's brought difficult. it up because it's the... You know, it, it's a crutch. It's difficult to do in other mediums well. It is. Or other uh, genres well. Like for Dune, like people... I've heard some decent reviews about this first part one of Dune. I'm only interested because I like the director, um, but I'm not interested. You know? I'm not interested because Dune is boring. Uh, but like I was like to do a Dune movie. I mean, like you said, it doesn't translate. Well, you need to like take the concept. You need to adapt it. You need to adapt it and not like just try to put that thing all up there. But then if you adapt it, they're going to, they're going to go. Yeah. You'll never win with the fans. Yeah. Yeah. We got to let these legacy IP. I I think that if some of these IPs died for a little bit and came back, like Ghostbusters was just kind of gone for a while. It was, yeah. And they brought it back and did a bad job. But that's, so that's a little bit more forgivable. But some of these, they just, like Game of Thrones just ended. Give it five years. Give it 10 years. The Lord of the Rings, it was you know, the Lord of the Rings came out and then was what four or five years later the Hobbit started coming nah, out. It was a little, let's see, I think Return of the King was 2003. Yeah, so they gave it, they gave it a good amount of time 10 years, about 10, yeah, about 10 years. Yeah, but so then they did those movies and then oh, now we're doing a, a series on Amazon. It's just it's it's too back to back to back, yeah. It, like Star Wars, right? Star Wars, he did those first three movies, and then 30 years later, he releases... Uh, More like 15, Attack of the, right? What? More like 15 years later. I guess from the 80s. 84, yeah. right? So 15 years later, he does the, the prequels. But even yeah. even then, he had walked away from the others, so it's... Yeah. it's you got, It had time to breathe. It had time to like seep into the culture, and everybody kind of... Not forgot about it, but it it became background. It, it was a Star Wars. The re, the way I saw Star Wars was on TV on the like Fox twenty three afternoon yeah. movies. Yep. That was it was past its prime, and then they made the the prequels, and it be, once again became the biggest franchise of all time. Yeah, like James Bond. They just they keep churning these movies out without ever really. The only breather you get is between Bonds. Between Bonds, yeah. And and I think that's a good thing, except for this last one. There was this gap between Spectre and No, no Time, Time to Die. Die is the longest gap between Bonds. Yeah, that 
that it's the longest gap between bonds and it's without changing bonds. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I think because they want, they made these last couple of James Bond movies so big, you know, triple A Hollywood blockbuster big Mm -hmm. is why they've had to like space them out. Well, I think Casino Royale was 2006. Yes. And it was all, it was pretty good. And then Quantum Assault is a pretty good movie. But Skyfall was great. And I think yeah. then they they tried to make Skyfall again with Spectre and it was fucking terrible. And now I think they're buying into the woke politics and this this new movie is not going to be good. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Are you going to see it? Yeah. You want to do a before and after on it? Uh, if you're seeing it this weekend, I guess. I will go see it or I'll torrent it. I'm not yeah. going to go pay for it. Yeah. Let's do it. Sure. It's recorded before later today. Yeah. And then we'll do an after maybe next week. Uh, that's a good issue, Tim. The legacy IP. We got to just let him die. I think that's why Star Trek was successful. You know, they, it was in the yeah. 60s, disappeared. It comes back in the 70s. They do a few movies. And in the 80s, they they rebirth the franchise and they let it. Then they, they fucking ran that series for 15 years mm-hmm. of of straight television more than that 19 years of straight television yeah or 18 years of straight television and then it needed it needed another 20 years off like it shouldn't we should not have seen a new star trek until 2024 and then the problem is like you know lord of the rings is going to get all this amazon lord of the rings probably the most fucking expensive thing ever made probably and so like they're doing wheel of time you know, yeah. a, a, Wheel of Time is a big name in the fantasy book world because there's 15 of them. And it just they've ended. been trying to turn into a movie or a TV series for yeah. years. Well, Amazon's doing it, but, you know, probably, at, you know, at, at, at a, like a tenth of the budget, this Lord of the Rings thing. So if all your money's on Lord of the Rings, then, you know, you're not paying attention to Wheel of Time. No one's going to. What was that? Uh, the Dark Tower. Everybody yeah. wanted to see a Dark Tower movie. They finally make one. They give it no budget. They yep. give it no marketing, and everybody it's just shits sick. on it. Yeah. It's like, ah, uh, yeah. It's careful what you wish for. Don't wish to have this stuff come come around. Yep. Well, here's what I don't get. Trust the plan. Uh, it's October. Yeah. So uh, Trump wasn't reinstated in in August, like I was told. Trust the plan. Um. Storm the Capitol, that didn't really do anything except get right-wingers all to be labeled as domestic terrorists, and now there's a whole huge push. Merrick, did you see this? Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States, mm-hmm. filed a thing instructing the FBI to monitor and tar- and consider parents protesting against schools as being terroristic, specifically regarding critical race theory, but I, it will it will not end there. It will only get worse and it'll become even just speaking out about how we should have school choice will be considered terrorism at yeah. some point. Uh, I got to kind of wonder what this plan is. Yesterday, when the Facebook went down, they're talking about how this is like the, the clear net is being taken down in preparation. <laughs> but you jumped to the most retarded conspiracy theory level explanation for this possible when Occam's razor would say Facebook 
a company that prioritizes your genitals, your skin color, and what genitals you like to touch put in your mouth over experience, qualifications, and, and skill, isn't it more likely that some blue hair moron who doesn't really know how to code and just copy-paste shit, copy-pasted the wrong little batch of code in their thing when they pushed an update made their website go down? Isn't that a little more feasible than, like, China is hacking to start World War Three, uh-huh. or Facebook is doing something to like reset the lizard people. Doesn't <laughs> am I the only one that thinks this way? That Apparently. tries to find the most also, simple explanation for a. Also, I would consider Facebook like the 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 right wing social media network. What? It's where all the old people are. Uh huh. Okay. I, They're not on Twitter. They're not on Instagram. Well, that's because Twitter purged all the conservatives last yeah, year. So, yeah. yeah. They're not on Twitter. They're not on Instagram. They're not on TikTok. Uh-huh. So you're with this whistleblower who came out and said that social media needs to censor more things? No, I'm not saying they need... I'm saying that's where they are. So the the fact that like Facebook was the first pillar to go down... like. People aren't talking about QAnon theories on Twitter or Instagram. Mm. They're talking about them on Facebook. Well, the funny thing is now people are like, ah, QAnon, that that didn't really work out. But now (laughs) now we're on to this R-Anon. Like, how do you not learn? How do you not trust your eyes, trust your instincts, right? Someone makes a prediction, says, here's what I think is going to happen. I think here's my like I've made my prediction about what I think that I think that they're going to push for lockdowns again yep. in December, January, February, and try and steal the midterms to so they can pack the House and pack the Senate and then start to push through all this Green New Deal agenda stuff and slot Kamala in as president. That's my prediction, right? If in November of next year, when the midterms happen, I get proven wrong. Don't listen to my next prediction. <laughs> when when that's what they do, I more and more believe that the conspiracy is not what you see happening. The conspiracy is the people that try to explain to you what's happening. Hmm. I So when you see a person explaining that this is the clear net going down yeah. in preparation for a blah, 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 that guy's the Fed. Not... Yeah. Facebook's not the Fed. It's not no, a conspiracy no, no. that's making this happen. The guy telling you it's a conspiracy, that's the Fed. Huh. Because as I've said before, if you trust the plan, then you're not going to do anything. Yeah. Ah, well, there's a plan. If I say that a couple of soldiers are going to die in a suicide bomb, nobody panics because it's all part of the plan. But I say one little mayor is going to die. Suddenly everybody loses their minds. He couldn't have been more right. It's, it's such a great line to put in a movie because as long as we trust that there's a plan, as long as we think there's, oh, Trump Trump set up devolution. Here's all these like executive orders that show there's no plan. He lost in a, I do believe that the election was hacked and stolen through voter fraud in specific areas to push Key, key states over into Biden's column that didn't need to be there. I believe that is what happened. I don't believe that Trump was playing 40 chess and had p- pieces in place so that he could get 
somehow to get the presidency back, knowing that it was going to be stolen. Because if he knew it was going to be stolen, why not expose it? I don't know. Mm. Before, like, yeah. before the fucking election? <laughs> what a what a great October surprise. Ah, uh, by the way, instead of this Hunter Biden laptop that got buried, here is a here is evidence that I have that shows that they are going to steal this election and how it's going to happen. What what the fuck? What the fuck? Bam! Instant win. He's he's like me. People think I have a plan. I I don't have a plan. I've said this. I don't have notes. Of what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just start talking and it all just comes. Yeah. I'm not a guy with a plan. I'm a guy that's like riding on an asteroid and has just riding. I'm on a canoe riding through rapids and I have just enough ore that I can kind of nudge the canoe so that I miss the rocks just barely. And it looks like, wow, this guy is all together and is really working on a plan. I absolutely do not. I just fucking wing it every fucking day of the week. All my life. Everything I've ever done has been just fucking off the top of my head <laughs> with absolutely no planning. I that and it works because for whatever reason the mechanisms inside me are built that way. I work really well under pressure, and the the faster the deadline comes along, the faster my brain works or the faster I can solve problems. That's what Trump does too. It just looks like competency because you would fuck that up. Because your brain works in a way that you need to plan the rapids before you go into them. Sometimes you run aground. Yeah. And and if you do it with style, you're like, well, I ran aground because uh, you see that really heavy bit of rapids up there? I got a reposition for that. Like, ah, he's so smart. He's so <laughs> smart. He's not. He's lying to you. He's just covering up his fucking ineptitude. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like the goddamn... Um, Catch me if you can movie, right? Oh, yeah. When he's pretending to Freak be a doctor uh -huh. and the doctors come in there and they're talking about something and he gets the two doctors to discuss the solution and, yes. then, and then goes, do you concur? And makes the real doctor think that he's a moron. This is like a 19-year-old kid fucking snowing you. That's what I do, too. I use those <laughs> same tools. When someone asks me a question I don't know the answer to, I know how to ask them questions to make them workshop the problem, then I can give it back to them and make it sound like it's my own fucking idea. There's no plan. We're, <laughs> there's no plan. The world just happens. There's no intelligent design. It, it's, it's, there's nothing. It's all just fucking chaos and, and misorder happening around you. And if you can make the best of it, you can be successful. And if you can't make the best of it, you look at people that are successful and you think that there must be some kind of secret to it. So then you buy stupid self-help books and watch movies and talk about fucking manifesting your best destiny. There's no manifesting your best destiny. You just got to kind of fucking go with it and hope that it works out. <laughs> there's no plan. There's just living without the hate rectangle. The hate rectangle keeps you trapped in the idea of a plan. No hate rectangle. You just, yesterday, yesterday, I got so fed up with what I was doing mm -hmm. that I just stood up, found my next highest in seniority employee, told him I was leaving, and if anyone needed me, to call me. And I walked out of the building and just kept going. I just needed to not be in that room. I needed to be outside and needed to be breathing. I didn't have a plan. I walked, 
I walked like eight blocks before I started to have an idea of what I was doing. There was no plan. I ended up near a place that sold, uh, was it's, um, dollar general express DGX. It's like a, it's, a, it's the grocery store downtown. And oh, okay. Gotcha. I was like, Oh, I'll pop in here and grab a soda. And then maybe I'll start heading my way back. And by then my mind can clear and I'll be able to focus on what I need to do with for the rest of today. And I didn't leave the building thinking I was going to go get a soda and come back and, and be calm and collected. I left the building just needing to start moving again. Sure. But like, you could totally sell that as uh, make sure to take a mental health break. Make sure to take a work. mental health break when you're under a high amount of pressure right. and just, just walk somewhere nearby, get something for yourself, candy bar, a soda, uh, ice cream cone, uh, sandwich, whatever. Bestseller. Cookies, yeah. There's Number your, one on Amazon. Uh, here's how I, I am. I am success, and you can be too. Yes. <laughs> it's, there's there's never a plan. The people the people that have the uh, what's the, what's the saying they say? Um, every plan fail. Every plan fails the moment you have make contact with the enemy. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think that's the the old military saying. You can plan for every eventuality and they'll never come up. That's why you can't spend your time rehearsing arguments you will never have in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Because you'll never be good at actually arguing with someone because they're not going to work on your script. Mm -hmm. They're not going to work by your plan. Whatever plan you have, it only it it only works as if it's for you. Like yeah. I can plan a road trip for me. If I'm let's say I want to go, I'm gonna go to Chicago this weekend. I, I can make a plan. Here's what I need. I need, you know, my pillow, a couple changes of clothes, uh, toiletries, make sure I have gas. I need to check a couple things in the car. Easy peasy. I can throw all that shit in the car, drive to Chicago. Now, if I said, Tim, you and I are going to Chicago this weekend, I can no longer plan anything <laughs> because I can only plan my aspects of it. Yeah. Do you, do you... I don't like to drive with a cooler with snacks and soda in the car no. because I'll end up eating them all and getting fat. <laughs> so I like to only stop stop places and drink water while I'm driving. Yeah, maybe a bag of beef jerky. Maybe a bag of beef jerky. But you, you start to add more. The more pieces you put into something, the bigger the plan needs to be and the more all-encompassing and the more points of failure. So when you're talking about something that's as big as like a nationwide election fraud and the freedom of the whole free world, you're talking about so many, so many moving parts mm -hmm. that with so many failure points, it's why, it's why the moon landing hoax doesn't make any sense to yeah, me. Yeah. It's been 50 years. If we fake the moon landing, Something would have come out by now. Yeah. A uh, disgruntled employee. Like, we see these disgruntled employees all the fucking time. Bradley Manning leaked all that stupid shit from the military. Yeah. Edward Snowden leaked all the information the NSA was getting for you. WikiLeaks leaked, leaked all the Hillary Clinton stuff. The moon landing, there's not like a... The whistleblower employee is always a guy that turns out didn't work at NASA D doesn't know it. he's just like a crazy old man who yeah. drinks too much and wants to get famous yeah. or guys like that fucking big haired aliens dude who just kind of make shit up and sell books 
there's so many moving parts in that where any one of them leaks, any little bit comes out and the wheels fall off and the facade falls down. That's what happened in the Soviet Union. Their whole thing was about facade. And when the wheels eventually came off, because they did in less than 50 years, it it's very visible that all their shit is fucked up. You can, you can tell... I don't think you can tell anymore. You used to be able to tell after post reunification Germany where the dividing line between East and West Germany was by the amount of lights from a satellite photo. <laughs> that's the difference. That's that's not you can't put up a facade to hide those yeah, those yeah. types of things. There there are levels of competency that need to be there to make a plan work in such scope. There's not one. Stop trusting the plan. Start doing things that will fucking protect you from the end of the earth. The dollar store is not selling things for a dollar anymore. Do you not worried about inflation? Fucking, you can't get styrofoam cups at Quick Trip now. What? Yes. The supply lines are broken. The set for the nutcracker is floating in the goddamn Pacific Ocean. <laughs> There's no plan. There's no plan. It's all chaos. Yeah. We we th- we thought we're on a hamster wheel. We're not on a hamster wheel. We're in like a giant clock mechanism, and they tried to just stop certain gears of the clock and just sheared some teeth off of this one and fucked some shit out of that one and mistimed it, and now the whole fucking world is falling apart. You can't two weeks to flatten the curve, and you certainly can't fucking six months to flatten the curve. You fucking destroyed the global economy because you're morons, and no matter... Uh, and uh, we got kicked off of YouTube. Going to Odyssey next week. <laughs> Fuck YouTube. And no matter, uh, no, that's no matter how many fucking stupid lies they put on YouTube about how oh the shortages aren't related to the pandemic. What you <laughs> know that they're not true. Yeah, and, oh yeah, the virus doesn't infect the styrofoam companies. The but stopping all transportation across the country down to a minimum and paying people to stay home, that kind of fucks up getting styrofoam from the styrofoam companies to the cup companies and the cups from the cup companies to the quick trips. Yeah. There's no plan. Stop trusting the plan. There isn't one. If there was a plan, something would be working. Nothing's working. It's all broken. Anyway, that's my issue. Trust the plan. And don't fucking trust YouTube live streaming. Check us out on Odyssey. I'm going to launch an Odyssey channel tonight because this pisses me the fuck off. This has been every fucking episode we've tried to stream for the last two weeks. Three weeks now. More than that, I think. With the fucking hiccups and the restarts. And I've done, I've changed every fucking setting and exploit to match YouTube's needs. I've gone above their requirements i've gone under their requirements and they won't fucking make it work fuck you youtube come fucking ban this channel because i got my one of my channels banned on youtube not even one of the ones that i do anything with yeah just the one that i use to like uh, i would upload videos that i would i'd upload videos unlisted to send them to someone to see and it was repeated violations of spam. Like you're, like you're, like a single a, notification, yeah. repeated violations of spam. Well, repeated what? So, and of course, the 
there's no, the explanation doesn't give you any information. No. It doesn't tell you what video, who complained. Just, yeah, yeah we decided. Uh, I wish that Iranian lady had gotten a few more shots off, like a few hundred thousand more shots off. The lady who shot up the YouTube headquarters. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> those people, those people, they're not, they're not humans. I'm, I'm becoming, I'm more and more on the side that there are lizard people out there. Uh, the people that can't picture apples in their heads. The, oh yeah. The people yeah. that can't like process new information. Uh, people in, who get end up in control of things because they fire all the competent people because mm-hmm. they make them feel stupid. Those people are all reptiles, and uh, we just we really need to go back to the old west where you could settle things with a good old fashioned duel. I just be dueling every day. Well, this has been here's what I'm get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. Catch you guys next week. See ya. If you want to call in the Here's Again hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us in the Discord channel under the voicemail upload and post your MP3 directly if you don't want to use the phone or you live outside the United States or something like that. Looks like we got a couple of voicemails in the voicemail hotline. Hey, Kevin, Tim. I, I Here's what I don't get. Uh, accurate uh, delivery dates on Amazon. Uh, I, I don't like it when it's too accurate because I know when it's coming. I What I really like is I, I want to hear I, – I order something on the weekend. I want to hear it's going to get here Wednesday. So if I get it – so if it comes on like Tuesday or Monday, I'm fucking like happy as clam, you know? It's, they're, they're too accurate. I don't I don't want to know that. I don't I, I want you I want you to like push it out a day or two so that when it you know comes early, I'm like damn. Oh yeah, but like not in a way that I, I would know about it because then that's that's just the, the, demeaning, you know. Whatever. I'm surprised they haven't figured that out and do that. Yeah. Where they're just like, yeah, it'll be delivered on Wednesday, and then like give it to you on Tuesday, Monday, out for delivery. What? Oh, oh that was fast. That was fast. I bet that I bet if you did that little scam, you would have your customer satisfaction would go up through the roof. Yeah, I've had that happen before. Like, uh, um, I order something and it'll be like it'll say like expected to be delivered within two weeks mm-hmm. or in two weeks. And I'm like, I can wait two weeks. Sure, here you go. Bye. Next day, it'll be here tomorrow. What the fuck? Yeah, like I've, they found one in the back of the in the back. Like they found one in the back. I've I've had that happen too. You order something on eBay and it's like deli- estimated delivery October twelfth to twenty second, and I don't know what that's based on because you you know you buy it today the fifth, yeah. and then they ship it on the sixth and it gets to you on like the eighth, and you know, you just go wow it came <laughs> so fast I'm I got all my you know tools or coffee mug or whatever thing I bought yeah. online, yeah. and <laughs> I. I would think Amazon would have figured that out. Mm-hmm. It's to me, it feels like one of those scams. If you had a game, uh, so I've been playing uh, Jurassic World Evolution lately because it's a game you can just walk away from yes. and nothing bad happens. Although I did walk away from it the other day, and the Tyrannosaurus Rex and Velociraptors got out and killed like a hundred fifty people. Uh, par for the course. I was like, eh, you guys shouldn't fucking been here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you anyway, bought a ticket to Jurassic Park. Come yeah. On. Anyway, so I've been I've been enjoying that game, but. In 
in the game, you're trying to like work the stats to get five, a five star rating for yeah. your park. And the game, the game is stupid for multiple reasons. One of which is you start out on the first Island, you have like $5 million. And so you have to work your way slowly, like building little attractions to get people in. So you earn yeah. more money so you can build bigger attractions. And then you get up to where you have hundreds of millions of dollars. And then it's like, you've unlocked the second Island. You go to the second Island and you have $5 million again. It's like, um, what? I just made a hundred million dollar a minute. Uh, I just made a an island over there that's making a million dollars a minute, and you guys can't like. How about you just like give me everything we made yesterday? Well, and <laughs> and the, it's this. You're working for the same like characters inside the game yeah. that want you to do stuff. And and I feel like I'm in that meme where they're at the bo- the board meeting and they're like the the island on Isla Pina is is hemorrhaging cash. What should we do? Like uh, we should sell the creativity center and this thing and this thing. That way we end up because one of the islands you start you start with a negative amount of money which you can't spend into a negative amount of yeah. money. Yeah. But somehow it's our, you start with a negative amount of money and the way you get out of it is you have to sell a bunch of the buildings that are pre built to get that refund to build the cage to start. Just start you the blank island. Yeah, and it's it's supposed to be retardedly difficult. So, I, I want you're in that board meeting in the meme, and it's like, what should what should we do to get this island back up in the positive? Like, uh, we should sell the innovation center and all the buildings. Why don't we um, take some of the money from the three other islands that have parks making millions and millions of dollars, a million dollars a minute, where they have hundreds of million dollars in the bank, and they can just make whatever fucking dinosaurs they want? Let's just send like. I don't, $50 million over here. Just take it out of that checking account, put it in this one, expand this island, uh-huh. then take the money and put the $50 million back. Put $60 million back, like an internal loan. How about that? And then you get thrown out a fucking window. <laughs> so, But what you can do is the resources are shared between islands. So if you send an expedition from island A and and then you can sell the fossils you got from the Island A expedition on Island B and get that money for Island B to do things. So the the way you play this game is you just go back to one of your rich islands, start a bunch of expeditions, build up a bunch of stuff, go to your poor island, sell all that shit, and you just do that a bunch until you have enough money to start your new island. Yeah. And it's like, why, why do I need to go through this? And in the forum, someone was like, well, it'd be game-breaking if you could share the money between islands. Yeah, but that's what I'm doing. It just takes way more fucking steps of me clicking and clicking and clacking and clicking. Fuck you. Anyway, so in that game, you're constantly trying to get the stats up with like food and entertainment and all this shit. I imagine if there was a Sims... Amazon game, which I'm sure there's some mobile game where you're the Amazon delivery specialist... One of the things to do to increase customer satisfaction should be to just be like, uh, add two days to all delivery estimates. Oh, wow. It got got here. They said it would take 17 years. It got here in two and a half months. (laughs) That's great shipping. Because where would it stop? Exactly. (laughs) You could just keep going and going and going. Uh, We got one more voicemail. Hey, here's what I don't get. Turning into the far lane... Uh, when you're, you know, turning places, you know, when they, when there's like one lane and, you know, there's two different ways, you know, there's from like one street or, you know, you're, you're turning on, you got the straight on and you're turning from the other direction. You're going like right. Uh, you know, you, you turn into the, turning close lane 
and then the people like in front of you should turn to their close lane. But if not, if, if you don't do that, then every you you have no idea where anyone's going to go, and you have to like fucking stop and make sure that you're not going to get destroyed by another car. I fucking hate it. Everyone needs to turn to the goddamn close lane and switch afterwards. If your if your turn is immediately after, then you fucked up. This is not my problem. Fuck off. The I hate that too. Theoretically, a person turning left onto and a person turning right onto the same street should be able to turn at the exact same time because I would turn left into the left lane, you turn right into the yeah. right lane, and we'd be parallel to each other. But you can't because people turning left always veer into, into the, the right, right lane. lane. Yeah. There was there was we used to live uh, another side of town, and so you get off the highway, and there are two right hand turn lanes, and then so you turn right, and at about five hundred feet later, you're at an intersection. And in that intersection, there were two left turning lanes. Now, I had turned left at that light, so I would exit and I would be in the left of the two right turn lanes so that I could then change one lane and be in the right of the two left turn lanes. And like, yeah, making yeah. this S curve off the highway. And without fail, about every other time I'd be at the intersection, I'd be in the left of the two right lanes and the person next to me in the right of the two right lanes would turn right into my lane cut me off and then cross all the way into the left of the two left turning lanes to make the uh, fucking plan ahead. Uh, leaving your, your area. There's a, there are several of those turns yeah. where it's double left turn lanes and I'm in the right of the two left turn lanes and I get run the fuck out into the far right lane because the person who's supposed to be turning to the inside lane can't fucking turn into the inside lane. It's like people need the, uh... they draw the fucking lines <laughs> through the turn. They shouldn't have to do no. that, but they do that now. Where you, oh, I gotta follow this whole line through the turn. People need the bumpers from uh, bowling alleys. They do. We just need. I just need uh, hood-mounted miniguns yeah. that that you can control from like on like a joystick and some maybe some. You have like a an Oculus Rift on, uh -huh. and you're it's one centrally mounted minigun. And it follows your head where you're looking. So you're, you've got a camera on the minigun and you think you're moving it. And so when someone turns like an asshole, you can just pivot that gun and just pull your trigger that's in your hand and fire. Uh, just mow the fucking car down. Mow the, it's usually a big truck guy. Just right through his fucking passenger door. If it doesn't hit his passenger, it'll hit his transmission and destroy the car. That'd be pretty cool. It would. Yeah. That's a, I'm, I'm going to write a cyberpunk novel and that's going to be one of the, it's going to be a Mustang, but like a cyberpunk cool Mustang. And it's going to have a hood mounted minigun and a trunk mounted minigun with an Oculus Rift for the passenger to use both <laughs> of them. And the, the passenger is going to have the Corpus Colossum. It's the thing that connects the two left and right brain together. Corpus callosum, I think it's called. It's going to have that cut so he can use both eyes separately and use both guns. Uh, gotcha, yeah, that's gotcha. going to be part of the lore of this. Don't anybody fucking steal that. All right? I'm copywriting that right now. That's my legacy IP. And speaking of IP, I have to go pee. So. Thank you, everybody, for listening this week. Uh, get your voicemails in for Tim's birthday. Happy birthday, Tim. Thank you. See you guys next week.